Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man United fan. My name is Paul. Alright, today I would like to talk about the recent signings made by Manchester United Football Club. Good news for all my United fans. Jaden Sancho finally is a Man United player. The ceremonies and all the formalities, or do I say formalities, uh, will be concluded after the Euros, but for now, both clubs, Borussia Dortmund and Manchester United, have both confirmed on their official accounts that um, Jadon Sancho is now a Man United player, and that's great news for us Man United fans. It's been one year late in coming, but we finally have the deal done for a much lesser fee compared to what Dortmund were asking just one year ago. Dortmund will ask for 120 million pounds, but now we've settled for 73 million or 24 odd million quid for Jaden Sancho, which is fantastic news for my United fans. And of course, there have been some other new signings. Tom Heaton comf- um, completed his transfer on a free from Aston Villa to my United. He'll be our third choice or fourth choice goalkeeper, except uh, Lee Grant is not going to renew his contract but uh, Tom Heaton will be joining the existing goalkeepers we have at the club Bishop, David De Gea and Dean Henderson. Uh, I suspect David De Gea will still remain number one, Dean Henderson number two or if only decides to stick with Henderson as number one uh, well let's see how that pans out but I would love David De Gea to remain our number one goalkeeper. And then Henderson is understudy. Tom Heaton, a close third choice who could challenge or who could step in if Dean Henderson or De Gea have to leave the club or are injured along the line. So Dean, I mean, Tom Heaton will be here for uh, two years with an option of an extension. He's 35 years old, so, but goalkeepers can as long as they are in top shape and they can hang around for quite some time so i don't think it's a bad signing so for a couple of years now uh, one good thing about my united is that we've been very good at having goalkeepers backup keepers uh, it's one thing fergie struggled with for some time after schmeichel left the club we had some goalkeepers who, who really didn't cut it uh, Masimo Taibi, Raymond Van der Hau, um, this Australian goalkeeper, I've forgotten his name now, and then Fabian Bates was okay for a while, for two, three years, he did okay, he did very well, but he was error prone to once in a while, one mistake too many, and Alex Fergie went for Tim Howard and to challenge uh, Fabian Bates, who later left the club, was too good to be sitting on the bench and I had to leave the club. Uh, Tim Howard also later on had challenges and Roy Carroll took over and it was between those two shuffling between first and second choice, Roy Carroll and Tim Howard, until finally uh, Alex Ferguson decided to fix the goalkeeper situation once and for all uh, with Edwin van der Sar and 
since that signing, my United have never looked back ever since in terms of signing quality goalkeepers and quality backup goalkeepers as well. So after Van der Sar, David De Gea took over. When David De Gea was flirting with Real Madrid, um, Louis Van Gaal signed uh, Sergio Romero, who eventually became understudied to DJ to for a long period of time. A loyal servant, good backup, never complained, did the business whenever called upon, served loyally to last season, whereby he fell out with the club. And it was a shame um, the manner in which he departed my United, but I guess that is on Oli. Oli did handle that situation well, but for the most part of his career, Sergio Romero was excellent backup under Sonny to Dija. Good enough to keep Dija, well, I wouldn't say on his toes because Dija was very sloppy, never felt threatened with Sergio Romero but he he was a good understudy to keep Dija honest okay Dean Henderson's arrival at my United last season really removed Dija's sloppiness from his game Dija for a year or two or three years was shaky you know he made one or two errors that other goalkeepers would have been sanctioned for, would have been removed. Massimo Taibi made similar mistakes with DJ, balls spilling out of their grass and entering the net where mistakes Taibi made and Fergie cut him loose immediately, you know, with, after a couple of games, you know, I sent him back to Italy. But DJ, who we have to say, to be fair on him, had a lot of credit in the bank, and so he he ran that credit. And in Henderson's arrival, you know, on the permanent basis, because he was out on loan to Sheffield United for about three years, where he learned the trade, cut his teeth, you know, learned the ropes, and had a fantastic season with Sheffield United two seasons ago and so came back highly rated you know and the english press went on overdrive trying to push the agenda for dean henderson to become my um, united's number one and now dj decided to up his game and you know he kept dj on his toes until dj had to go um to spain at some point in the season over a family bereavement i believe or he's not a family bereavement, his wife was pregnant and all that, or his, his partner or wife was pregnant and put to bed a child, so he had to spend some time with her and return to England. And when he came back, he lost his place in the Premier League, so he became the backup keeper in the Europa League and knockout competitions, I guess. I think it's the Europa League basically, really. But the Henderson's disaster class against Liverpool, you know, convinced only to restore Dijia back into the first choice role. And I'm sure after taking stock to 
this season both Dean Henderson and Jack could not become number one for their country so Ole has a decision to make a very important decision who will he go to as his number one Dean Henderson or David DeGere personally I'll go with David DeGere I'm sure the fan base will be divided the minor fan base will be divided on who should be number one but I don't think DJ has based on performances of last season has not done anything wrong to lose his place as number one and Dean Henderson yes he did very well in some games but has hardly done anything to suggest he is vastly superior to David DJ that disaster class against Liverpool and also mistakes he made against Sheffield United and AC Milan in the first leg of the Europa League quarterfinal suggests that Dean Henderson he needs time to become number one. He should be this time and not be in a hurry to be number one. He's good, he's ambitious, but he has to be patient. Okay, DJ has to return to the levels of pre 2021 and pre-2020-21 season to lose his shirt to Dean Henderson. That is my opinion. Okay. Tom Hitting, a good backup, a good backup when injuries happen to either Dean Henderson or DJ. And of course, if Ole decides to sell one of those goalkeepers. So that's what I think about the goalkeeper situation. So good one on Manchester United for um, the signing of Tom Heaton. Then we have also extended the contract of Juan Mata. So under one year of Juan Mata, and well, the good news is Jedi Sancho is here, and we'll probably be seeing Juan Mata a lot more in the midfield because I don't think Juan Mata offers us much apart from being very good in spot kicks and okay with set pieces and you know when a game when you want to close out the game when you lead a healthy lead to keep players fresh to keep some players give some players the rest yes Wamata serves that purpose but Wamata really is not offering my United much on this level so I think it's more of loyalty and a likeness of Huamata by Ole and the board, that's why Huamata is getting a contract extension. I don't see why we are keeping Huamata. We need to be laying off people like Huamata who are just occupying space. They will not play too many games. Ole obviously doesn't like to rotate. He trusts certain set of players and does not trust the others. And he makes them rusty and starved to the extent that when he is forced to call upon them, they are too rusty to give a good performance. That's the problem of Ole. So, if one thing I want Ole to do is to learn to trust his bench, no matter how poor they are. If the first team aren't doing anything great, the likelihood of them springing one moment of brilliance is not always going to happen. So, it is better you trust the bench players that you have people like Wamata, people like Jesse Lingard, people like Daniel James, people like who else? Donny van der Beek, you know, these are players who could do a job 
okay in a difficult game even if the likelihood of us winning or getting an equalizer may be slim but if your first level is doing poorly and they are not doing any better i don't see why you keep you are keeping them when they are knackered already so that europa league for now was a painful 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 loss because only failed to manage that game very well i don't think the villarreal substitutes or even their first level was vastly superior to the United first level but those are players who could do a job who could do a job for their manager and the manager trusted them to do the job or to get the job done Ole on the other hand could not bring Huamata on time could not bring Danny James on time could not bring he couldn't bring off Rashford he couldn't bring in Donny van der Beek come on Donny van der Beek he couldn't bring in Donny van der Beek somebody who has played in the Champions League for Ajax for several years he even played in the Europa League final for Ajax when we defeated Ajax 2-0 so it doesn't make any sense really if Ole does not trust his bench so all these contract extensions were given to players like Huamata Eric Bailly he needs to trust them to do a job when they go and get stuff or if things are not working for them bring them on and see what they can do they couldn't do any worse if your best players are not doing well. if your best players are doing very well but it's not just working out it's pretty understandable but if they're not performing well and you're just hoping for a moment of brilliance from them i don't think it's always the best way to go sometimes it work but most times most often than not it doesn't work okay so that's what i believe so only should please take note so that's it gentlemen and ladies thank you for listening to another episode of my podcast um i'll be signing off now but before i do so uh, the europa league i'm sorry i beg your pardon the european championships euro 2020 will be taking place in a few hours from now as i record this podcast spain will be taking on switzerland first while belgium will be taking on italy in the second game i'll be i'll be rooting for the spaniards to win this switzerland to defeat switzerland and i also be expecting italy to defeat belgium that is what i want kevin de bruyne eden hazard have been past fit to play based on what i'm hearing from the news media so i expect a very good game but i'll be rooting for the italians to win and i hope they win so that the italians will meet the spanish in the semi-finals so that's my prediction victories for italy and spain thank you so much have a good one bye for now